Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. Kickstart. Kickstart. <laughs> We're here to kickstart your week, damn it. It's uh, just January 11th today. That it is. <laughs> Already. Already. Let's get right to it, man. I, I'm not going to waste any time. Yeah. You guys know our love for Nick Cage. Dude. Our love for Nick Cage. If we were allowed to put his face on our, our on our thumbnail for our podcast, it would just be there. His face would be there. Yeah. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Unofficial mascot of Karate in the Garage. Patron saint. History of swear words. So good. If you weren't already in from just the knowledge that Nick Cage hosts this short and series. And swears. <laughs> he swears a lot in it. If you hadn't seen the trailer for it, just the premise is enough for you. And let me tell you, it not only lives up to it, it surpasses your expectations. Yeah, dude. That first episode is so good. <laughs> and you know it's so ballsy. Each episode basically breaks down. This. Each episode is covering a word. Yeah. And they went for the, the, the big one right off the bat. You think, right. wow, you're just going for it. <laughs> like, this is the one that would get Ralphie's mouth washed out with Life Boy <laughs> right off the bat. And it's not fudge. It's not fudge. This show is packed. Now, I've only seen three episodes. Um, so when I start throwing some of these names around, you might not see them in the first couple episodes. It's okay because there's a mixed bag. But Nick hosts the show in a very great loungy fireplace, typical it was the uh, Masterpiece Theater kind of vibe right at the beginning. Very much so. <laughs> to just the juxtaposize what you're about to listen to and, and hear right? and see. But this thing's chock full of folks like Nick Offerman, and and Elvis Mitchell was great. Elvis Mitchell, uh, dude. That when I saw it, that was just that made my day so much. Nikki Glazer, who you know is not afraid to use the words. <laughs> Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries, always funny. And dude, I mean, just a whole slew of people that you're going to recognize, maybe not by name, but by face or sometimes voice, because there are a lot of people in this that you recognize from VO work or or any kind of. Uh, the kind of dub work you may have heard of some foreign movies. You hear you recognize his voices too. But dude, obviously the centerpiece of this isn't just the language. It's Nick Cage. Period. And this is Netflixy, so it's it's good. I, I think you're covered in 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 the other territories outside of the United States. I'm not hundred percent, but I think so. If not, get yourself a virtual VPN. If you're not familiar with those are, that allows you to to um, pretend your internet is somewhere in the United States and allows you to poke in and see other countries' content and not get blocked because your IP says I'm in another country. Virtual UP, I almost said UPN. How long has UPN. UPN been off the air for? I say UPN. Oh God, who knows? I mean, I don't even remember. I can, God, don't make me think of a show that was on UPN. I don't even know if I could do it right now. Pop quiz. Uh, Buffy. Boom. There you go. Angel. Uh, everybody hates Chris. Uh, no, Angel never saw a light of day of UPN. It was always on CW. Oh, right. Cause yeah, UPN went away at that point. They combined. Yeah. Like superpowers. <laughs> superpowers. Like when Asia was formed from the ashes of Everson Lake. <laughs> every band. Every band you ever ne or never listened yeah. to. Cause you know why, right? Cause it was the heat of the moment. It was 82. My dad joke for you for the day. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there you go. History of swear words, Netflix. Don't, you know, don't you, if you haven't seen the trailer for it, that's even better. Just go, just dive in and get yourself a virtual v VPN. If you're outside the United States and you're not able to see this, because damn it, you're going to want it. You're going to want this in your life. I don't want to say any more about it because it's just gold. 
Yeah, man. Just, just, just embrace it with open heart. Yeah. I mentioned to Freddie that I was, that, that, that I was going to cover this and we, you know, after we recorded earlier today, I'm like, go make sure you, you know, get a taste of it before we talk. Cause, <laughs> cause you're going to be right there with me and you, and the thing that sucks is when I watched the first episode, I just said, oh, let me put this on. I felt like it was something I didn't need to look at while, while I was on the couch kind of going through stuff on you know, a project I'm working on. And I realized I kept stopping what I was doing on my laptop and looking up because there, it, it is very visual. It's more visual than you think. This is, I mean, it's not a podcast with occasional visual elements. It really works as a video and audio thing. It doesn't, you think it's just mostly audio because it's swear words, but no, it's good stuff. And you want to see Nick do that. Whatever he's wearing is the suit, the, the, his hair. Dude, his hair is totally under control. Right? I, I haven't seen, it hasn't looked that good forever since it was real. Since it was real. <laughs> But dude, when he stands up and, and just belts out the word after saying it a couple of different ways before that. Oh yeah. The first episode, right? I was just like going, oh man, this is only six episodes. <laughs> so bummed. I almost did it. I almost did a Danny Thomas spit take uh, when he did that, man. I was, I had a mouthful of coffee or not coffee, but uh, tea uh, with uh, some mushroom powder in it. Not those kind of mushrooms. I know what you meant. When you look at look at IMDb and you six out, see all the six names of the of the episodes, or if you're looking, I had reason why I'm pointing it out on, on IMDb because the you know they put in characters to block out the real word. Can that each episode is named best or after whatever word they're covering? Only bitch and damn are the words that they don't change. <laughs> There's that. Wow. Yeah. So, and again, the 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 one two punch is the f word, and the second episode is shit. Right. I can say fuck. I'm saying it. Yeah, of course. Dude, you're going to find out some interest. There's some interesting facts to be turned up in that first episode too. Like yeah. The most swearingest actor of all time. Come on. I still don't buy it, but Hey, right. I dude, right. Fuck off. I, I was, I was just like, no, come on. But that just shows you, that just shows you. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, and when you get to the episode four, which is Dick, it's pretty great because you know, you always, you think, you know, why, how the word became synonymous with, um, with a man's genitalia. <laughs> Slong. <laughs> You're partly right. <laughs> you dick, Mr. Hand. History of swear words. Nick Cage. Yeah. Netflix. Check that shit out. Dive in. Dude. What you, what you got? <laughs> I'm so, uh, well, okay. Well, I don't have anything quite as exciting as that, but it's almost as exciting. Uh, so it's, you know, it's awards time. So, I, you know, the other day I was sent a link uh, to check out Dickinson, which is uh, on Apple TV. And it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a look at the world of writer Emily Dickinson, uh, you know, from her, I, I want to say she's teenage in this, you know, teenage young adult. Right. Uh, but man, it, I got to say, it, it's a beautiful show. Um, that's the first thing I'm going to say about it. But secondly... It's not really something I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to go check out Dickinson. But now that I am checking it out, it's quite a lot of fun. Uh, it has, um, you know, it, 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 it has some Sabrina type vibe to it. Uh, no supernatural, no, no, none of that, but just the kind of, uh, it, it just falls into that sort of, like, if I was to throw this in a category, I would put it in that same kind of category. It's, uh, you know, it's like taking history and, turning it a little bit on its ear, making it a little modern, digestible for people. It's got David Gordon Green directed. 
an episode or two in the second season just dropped yesterday. So if you're like me, I just started the first season, uh, you know, to catch up and, you know, check out stuff for awards. So there are two seasons. I think there's 21 episodes total. The cast is all fairly unknown to me, except for Jane Krakowski, who plays uh, Emily Dickinson's mother. Right. <laughs> Uh, the, the rest of the cast, I'm not really that familiar with, but that's okay. Cause it's actually probably better because I don't have any preconceived, uh, ideas or like dislikes or dislikes. Uh, so well, Bob Picardo shows up, which we just, we, we talked about Bob not long ago. I was, you know, when he showed up, I was like, holy shit. And then the, the strangest, <laughs> the strangest character on here is Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> as death. Yeah. So yeah, Haley Stein, Seinfeld plays um, plays Emily. Emily. Yes, and, and you know her. She was in the True Grit remake with the Coen right. Brothers. Um, also, if you're a fan of Transformers movies, you saw her in Bumblebee, and also probably the most notably, if you never saw True Grit, was most of the Pitch Perfects, except for well, it, she was in the second and third one, wasn't in the first one. Uh, but so she's very well known. I remember when this thing premiered. This was a day one premiere, Dickinson, when Apple TV launched. Yep. Mm-hmm. in 2019 and I never got to it. Dude, it's got your name written all over it. Yeah. That's why I asked you. I was sure I was like, I was like, <laughs> I wanted, that's why I texted you. Have you seen Dickinson? And you're like, no, should I? And I'm like, oh fuck. I was sure that you had already seen this. It seemed like it was so up your alley. Right. It was. And, and, and it is right up my alley. You know, when you, when you see the, uh, on, on app, on the app itself, you, it doesn't look like how it's presented. You know the thumbnail. I mean, no. the, the grab the, nope. the art they're using does not sell what you're what you actually see. And you know, unlike in a, a movie episode we have coming up soon, where the trailer minimally shows you something and it benefits you as a viewer, this actually discourages you from not from from watching it. It's that because I mean, I would have seen it by now. It's a year over a year old. And like you said, second season just dropped. And I remember seeing a teaser for it after you and I talked about it recently. I'm like, you know what? I think this is something that, like you said, it's, it's a very Sabrina vibe. Oh, it has moments of that anyway, at least from what I'm seeing. Yes. But man, that trailer does not match the key art that I've seen for it. No. Not at all. Nope. It, it, it feels more like a, a, you know, one of those sense and sensibility kind of vibes. Yeah, totally. You know, and when you call it Dickinson, I'm kind of like, what are you going for here? You know, and it just it, right. Like I, I thought it was like gonna be like an ivory merchant like type TV show. And yeah. I was like, oh well, all right. I'll look at it. And I'll look at one episode and know everything I need to know about it. But it wasn't that, thankfully. And uh, I'm almost done with the first season. So uh, yeah, man, dude, I think you'll totally dig it. Oh, by the way, I want to point out something because we're old. I know some some people are like or probably listening to this and going screaming. Age of seventeen, yes, she was leading age of seventeen, and she's wonderful in it. In that movie, so considering it's not even close from being in my wheelhouse, but you know me and my pop music, it's right in that right in that right in that area, and she's wonderful in it. Right, she shows that she can really really has the chops, and and that that should have been enough for me to watch it, but it just it didn't, dude. It didn't pull me from other things I was already watching, which just that I blame me. I blame promotional. Yeah. Well, everybody's good. Dude. I mean, like I said, for me, it's better that I didn't, I don't know any of these because I don't like, I don't have any like, well, he's doing the same thing. He didn't, I, I don't know any of these actors. Right. So it's great, um, you know, to be presented this whole, uh, 
you know, again, and it's, you know, it's based on history, but it's not necessarily, it's just kind of, you know, it's, you, you trust me, you're going to love it, dude. Haley is actually part of the Hawkeye TV series. So you're going to see her on Disney plus and Apple TV plus very yes. soon. Plus, 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 plus. So, yeah. And uh, I don't know who she's playing. I just know that she's on the show. So, yeah, man. So check out Dickinson. It's, uh, you know, if you have Apple Plus, check it out. There you go. I'm going to throw out one more little Apple Plus thing only because it's something else that I have to sort of watch. Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen Ted Lasso with our man, Jason Sudeikis, uh, you should totally, dude, Ted Lasso is so much fun. It is. It really, really and is. I don't think we've talked about it. No. I, 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 I binged it all over the Christmas break. Yeah, it's uh, it's really a lot of fun. And again, it's another, if you know, so if you're looking for a couple reasons maybe to check out Apple Plus, right. there's two right there. Yeah. And we didn't get to this because that, that gap when we just released those uh, Deja reviews and we just kind of taking, taking some time off and, and just kind of letting life be life for December. It was already a weird month anyway, not having whatever normal stuff you would have done in December happening. But no, Ted Lasso, man, it's just, it'll draw you right in. Yeah. It's super, super funny. Yeah, I mean, what was, what would you compare it to? I was trying you know, to figure that out. And here's what I would compare. It's, it's got vibes. It, it reminds me of those things that, you know, a Ricky Gervais series. Yeah. Because there's moments of bittersweet. There's moments of comedy. But the thing is, is they're not trying to be funny. Like Ted is, Ted is not putting on Ted. Ted is Ted. Right. And uh, yeah, it, to me, it, 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 what grabbed me, it was, it, it was a lot like the, um, do you remember extras? <laughs> with yeah. Ricky I Grace? love extras. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's got that, it's that kind of vibe for me or, or the, uh, the original office with Ricky Gervais. It just has that sort of um, that kind of, and I think maybe being set in, in England, and the, the whole premise and it's, you know, the, it's the classic fish out of water, right. you know, him and him and his coach are the only two Americans. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it falls into that category. It, it, I think it's very clever. There's some really funny moments in it. And uh, Sudeikis is great in it. Yep. Yep. He, uh, when, when you get that, there's a halfway through the first episode of it where, you know, what it reminded me of, and I was surprised you didn't, it didn't hit it, but it really is not the, it's just a through line. It's not really a focal point. Well, I'm not like it is in the movie I'm about to compare it to, but major league. The, oh yeah. The, the first major league, as far as, like the major league. as far as the owner, the owner in her situation. Tanking. Yeah. Yeah. Tanking the team. Taking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause I mean, if you know the premise of the show, then you, you totally get it. You know, you totally get it. And uh, I don't want to say anything about it because the whole thing is like, I went into it, not hearing about it. I just went into it knowing that I, I've been wanting to see it for a while. Again, no different than Dickinson where I was just, it just, I just let it sit there because I had other things in front of me. Right. But I agree. It's super, super funny. Other than the first episode, the other, the others one, other ones went in the same setting. Uh, the first episode just went one, one and done, and then I moved on, and then I came back to it and, and did yeah, them all. Yeah, me too. And it was, it was one of those ones. If I didn't stop after one, <laughs> it would have been a bag of lays, and I would have finished it to where I was licking the inside, licking all the salt off the inside of the bag, right, turning the bag inside out. Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! There's not even any salt left. 
son of a bitch. Yeah. It's all in your hand. You got to lick your hands now, which is gross because all I end up tasting is soap or- Or your, or your pants where you've been wiping your hands yeah. on your pants. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, you, that's right. You tell them. You guys, they're getting on each other. Yeah, George just, you know, George is like, don't get that close to me. Don't get close to me. <laughs> get away from me. Easy, devil. Easy, spawn. <laughs> um, I know that I think you got something lined up. So let me throw this one out there. On the 15th, which is this Friday, it's a weird time. Sometimes you'll see like Blu-rays get released on a Friday, but they're usually music-centric. Music and this one most certainly is. There is a three-disc set coming up from 311 called 311 Mardi Gras. It's from a live show, obviously, <laughs> in New Orleans. <laughs> but it's it's come, the three, it's three discs. It's not like three Blu-rays, but it's a Blu-ray, DVD, and an audio CD. And they be basically just they're those formats, versions of each other. And a really cool packaging, too. And it's, it's I'm surprised because you don't see a lot of optical releases from anybody anymore, but especially a package like this. Um, March 11th of last year, day, it's 3-11 day because it's March 11th, right? Right. Um, they were planning to make a new live album or follow-up to Voyager. And the guitarist, Tim Mahoney, said, this year is all about playing live and celebrating 30 years. Although we do have a few blocks of time set aside for writing new music and recording, the soonest for any new new release would be 2021. So as part of the 30th anniversary tour, the band was scheduled to co-headline a North American truck with Incubus in the summer of 2020, but right. it was canceled because of COVID. Correct. I remember I was wanted to go, how bad I wanted to go to that show. It was the right. only show I wanted to see during the summer. Because I think it was going to be at the bowl, right? I think so. There was one other show. I take it back. There's one other show. It was going to be, it was going to be Halsey and Garbage, I think. Oh, I was going to, because I, I was looking forward to seeing Hall Notes. But this 311 thing, I'm super stoked about it. Yeah, and um, I still have my hat. I haven't worn it in a while. I'm going to wear it. You know what? I'm going to wear it on 311 day. There you go. March 11th. Don't forget. I'll remind you. Yeah. Every Damn. week. Is <laughs> 311 yet? 311. 311 yet? Well, it's going to be weird talking about it because when 311 hits, it's just going to be days before or it's been a year since lockdown. Yeah. 311 is on a Thursday and the following Tuesday, dude. The following Tuesday. Will be one year. Yeah. You man. want to hear something super funny? Melody had asked me well about earlier, just before we started recording this kickstart, Melody said your name. And then Oswald was like looking around for you. And she goes, Yeah, I haven't seen him in a year. And I go, close. And she goes, haven't, he hasn't been here since he got back from from Dallas. I go, Oh yeah, he has. Yeah. And she goes Blind Fury. I go, but the last time you were here was recording the kickstart that we dropped on 316. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, that was wow. so weird that it's been it's been mostly remote recordings in the last 10 months, 11 months, or where the hell it's been. 284 days. Or <laughs> too, <laughs> many, that's too, too many, many days. Too many to count. T-O-O, it's too many days. Uh, anyway. Or it's, it's not that many yet. Oh, yeah, maybe, you know, it's, it's like, it's over 300. Yeah. yeah. It's math. It's called math. 299. Oh, well, there you go. Was, we're <laughs> getting close. 300 days. Roll those dice. Oh my Roll gosh. Bones. I'm saying this out loud right now. It'll be 301 days when this episode is released though. Yeah. 
It's the ninth today, just so you know. That's math. I can do Ooh. math. I can do two days from and add two days to two ninety nine. No, it yeah. is perfect. Math, math. Look not at math. I'm, not I'm math. Math. I'm good with math. Damn it! It's this damn, this damn shitty math that we're teaching our kids now. I've been teaching my my teaching my kid this dumb shitty math for like the last seven years, and then seven seven years. And then he, when he goes into high school, it's going to go away. They're not, they're going, they're, they're you know, like, well, what are you going back for? Cause you, cause you know, it's bullshit. Cause that yeah, math man. is not real. Right. They learned during the lockdown that it's not real. <laughs> so dumb. And that's cause, cause the, there were more parents eyes on what it was they were doing. They and they realized, like, what yeah. is this bullshit? Yeah. And they've also realized it opens the Stargate. <laughs> That kind of math. So, so you discovered after diving into SG1? Yeah, totally, man. Oh, wait, that's that new math. It's, yeah, that, it's the Stargate math. It's the Stargate from math. A, from another inter, interdimensional Good culture. Lord. Yes, there you have it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So I will remind you about the 311 hat. On 311 day. I'm going to set my alarm every, right now. I'm going to do it every day. Every every time we record. I'm <laughs> do it every day. Drop a hint every day. I'll text you every day. 311 yet? 311. Is it 311 yet? No. It'll be one thirteen on Wednesday. Does that work? What? Close enough. Just flip it around. <laughs> on Wednesday. God, Wednesday. Uh, so I'm going to throw this out then. What? Being released tomorrow, what? January 12th. Uh, four Blu-rays. Uh, two of them that we have covered and done episodes on. Yes. And then two other ones I just love, but they're all they're all from Mill Creek Home Entertainment. So they're 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 very affordable. Uh, the first one would be Blind Fury mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with the VHS retro slip cover. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a 2K Blu-ray. It's a movie, you know, my Blu-ray is from a cult, is from cult cinema. I'm sure that it's probably the same transfer, but it doesn't have this cool box art. But the other movies, mm. I'm going to save the best for last. Yes. The other two we haven't covered, but I personally, I love, I'm going to, I'm going to give you first, I'm going to give you like father, like son mm -hmm. starring Dudley Moore yes. and Kirk Cameron at the height of his powers on growing pains and Dudley Moore, you know, still plugging along, you know, seven years after Arthur, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know that he'd done, maybe he hadn't reached crazy people yet, but, uh, Yes, so like father, like son, uh, and then another movie that I adore, which but we haven't covered it. Andrew Bregman's The Freshman, starring Marlon Brando, mm. Matthew Broderick, Bruno Kirby, and Frank Wally. Uh, and man, The Freshman is a ton of fun, and it's never been available on Blu-ray. It's always been so bizarre to me. Yeah, and yeah, yet here it is finally being released in a retro VHS retro cover, in all of its glory. You can see Brando doing his Godfather bit pinching the shit out of Matthew Broderick's face. <laughs> and I bet Matthew Broderick is still bruised from this. And finally, Corey, you're going to dig this. What's that? Mill Creek is putting out Crossroads <gasps> at long last. Crossroads. Didn't we, didn't we, didn't we, weren't we banging that drum back when we did this episode? Yes. About why is there not a Blu-ray for this? Right. Why is there only this shitty VHS? Right. <laughs> well, now there is a retro VHS covered version of Crossroads. Here, not only not only do we cover two of these, two of these have been mentioned at least once. I know like Father Like Son got mentioned more than once. Oh yeah. But the freshman, I think we were banging that drum yeah. half a dozen times over the summer. 
Oh yeah, totally. It's hard not to, because I, I feel like if you don't love that movie, it's because you haven't seen that movie. Exactly. That's it. You just haven't seen it. No. I mean, it's a movie that, you know, it, it kind of got lost back in the day when it was released. And I think it was, it was kind of at the end of Matthew Broderick's big run, you know, post Ferris Bueller. Right. You know, and the thing about all four of these titles is they're eight bucks. Yeah. So, you know, they won't break the bank. Right. You're renting that. You're renting that for three bucks. Yeah. And this is a chance. Yeah, it's going to be bare bones. Yeah, it's going to be. But at least sure. here's one thing that's consistent about the Mill Creek thing. Yeah. Two things you can always count on with Mill Creek. <laughs> well, that's not true. Sometimes you actually do have a menu, <laughs> but most of the yeah. time you pop it in there. It is like a VHS and just plays right away. Yeah, it just plays. Right. For a while there, I used to, th- you know, when we first talked about it, I thought that was a cop out, but I'm realizing it's all in the, it's I, in the retro, it's packaging. all the retro it's packaging. The and it makes sense. Yes. Um, I still think it would have been fun if they put kind of some, some kind of funny tracking thing on there at the beginning when you're, when it's get to that point, just to, right? just to have fun with it. But that's too much effort though. Yeah. Uh, and I got to say, there's a, like Legend of Billy Jean does have a director's commentary on it. So, uh, you know, some of these may have some of that oh, kind okay. of vibe on them. It doesn't say they do uh, in the description, yeah. which is weird because usually, you know, Blu-ray review. Wow. Blu-ray.com does tell you things like that. Blu-ray.com actually has a Blu-ray review for this. For dated yes. December 30th. And it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. But I mean, my question for you is how good do I need Crossroads to be? I only need it to be as good as the VHS. Well, I was just looking at the freshman one. And they're they're giving a three out of five on the audio and one and a half out of five on the video. Jesus, would you take wow. it off of VHS? Maybe. I was I was literally about to say that Mill Creek's transfers generally look pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, all the ones that I have, uh, like uh what do I have? I have my science project. I have uh, Billy Jean, Legend of Billy Jean, um, Crawl, and um, oh No Mercy, Richard Gere, and they all look pretty damn good. Uh, as a po- you know, well, again, they they're they're always going to be better than the VHS. <laughs> yeah, and I think what's happening here because I remember when we did Crossroads, I ended up getting I bought it on iTunes. And I was just happy that it was 185, like it was supposed to be. Right. Crossroads Blu-ray releases 178, even though they identify right. it as being 185. It, Why would they change that? That's what I was just going to ask you. Like the aspect ratio, which, you know, how we like to bang that drum. Uh, 178. That's they it, interesting. They did it on that one too, on Blind Fury. Hmm. Blind Fury is 185 across the board. And then if like father, like son... One seven eight one eight five. Wow, what the fuck's that about? That is odd. Hmm. Well, you know, for a while there, I was going to suggest that the the Blind Fury that I bought was the same two. I mean, Crosswords I bought was the same one eight five, but maybe it's not. Here's here's all that matters, man. <laughs> right. The, it's it's a Blu-ray and it's going to be 1080p. There, just be happy. That's what, you, what you're getting. Right. Damn. That's weird though. Yeah, it is weird. And the like father, like father, like son, one out of five stars on the video. That doesn't sound right. No, I, th- you know, also I want to say sometimes I feel like these dudes are just being snobby to be snobby. Yeah. But hey, you know, that's their job. Because if they said, hey, it's all sunshine and rainbows and this looks great and then it doesn't, you'd be like, these motherfuckers don't know what looks good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Uh, pick it up or don't. <laughs> well, well, whatever. Again, it's not twenty bucks. No, it's eight dollars. Like I said, you you pay almost half that just to rent it. So. Sure, exactly. I'm just saying they're fun titles. If you you know, and if you know, if you want, if you're if you're a collector, especially if you're collecting these VHS slipcovers. Yeah. There you go. It's weird though because like Kroll's badass. Kroll looks great. I yeah. mean, not great, but it's better than the DVD I Dude, had before. The, the My Science Project I uh, have is way better than the DVD yeah. I had before because the DVD, the DVD was four by three. Yeah, well, because Kino, man. I, well, I, ha I have the Mill Creek My Science Project. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. I From like two years ago. No, longer than that. Like, I don't know. I bought it three or four years ago. Yeah, the, the I just got the, the recent Kino release and it looks great. Yeah, mine's supposedly mine's supposedly on its way here. So that's what I got. Go cool. check those check those out. That's a lot to, to 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 take in. So we gave you some if you got some extra cash laying around, we give you some stuff to buy. And if you don't, we gave you three really cool shows to watch that you're probably already paying for anyway. Yeah. From Netflix and from A plus and plus. D plus. Yeah. Yeah, you you got it. A, A plus and D. D plus. You know what? We just use those legends going forward. A plus D plus. A plus D plus. <laughs> Works for I me. Like it. Works for me. Peacock. P plus. P plus. P plus is Peacock plus. Never mind. <laughs> so, if you, <laughs> so if you, you want to tag along and follow us on Letterbox, I'm at Corey underscore Culp, and we're also on on Patreon, which has been great. Thank you, Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you'd like to follow me at Letterbox, you can find me at Tom Cody on Letterboxd. That's Tom Cody. Tom Cody! 